I don't want to start the show because yeah, I mean, the song's so good. I love the fucking song. It's a great fucking song, dude. Dollar twenty nine for it. It's worth every fucking penny. The bargain at twice the price. Absolutely. Be Bop a Lua. Be Bop a Lua. Hey, shit birds. This is I, the Prince of Podcast and the Bipolar Rock and Roller, the Sultan of Sadness, the King of Queefs, along with the human incarnation of the infield, Fly Rule, the Duke of Discourse, old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. I think it's episode 37 of the Fun Employment Files. Our, our, our sideshow to Pillow Four Radio. Um, it's a it's a supplemental. Yeah, it's like we we uh, we used to do them once twice a week. We're the GABA complex. GABA podcast. <laughs> the GABA. What does that mean? It's uh, gamma amino. Oh, it's like some yeah. sort of a multivitamin yeah, that doesn't see, work. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This show is terrible, and you shouldn't listen to it. If you listen to it, I have no respect for you. <laughs> but we play good music. We do indeed. Fucking dire straits. Fuck Mr. Knopfler tearing it up. Tearing it up. I love the fucking. Yeah, that's very country. Yeah, he's a. We, you know, people. He's an old rockabilly dude. People didn't uh, weren't able to hear the uh, some of the stuff we were playing before we came on. One of them is Chris Stapleton's song, uh, "Tennessee Whiskey" by George Jones. Yeah, pretty fucking great. That's pretty great. We can, yeah. you know, what this is the show where we don't really discuss things. We just do stuff. Yeah, this is the Memberberry show. <laughs> Finally, watch that. Remember Chewbacca? Yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> uh, remember Goldberg? Goldberg. I remember back. Goldberg. Yeah, Goldberg. He's <laughs> coming back. No. And he's going to wrestle Brock Lesnar tomorrow. For su- Sunday. It's going to suck. Oh, it's going to be terrible. He's 50. <laughs> the man's 50 years old. He, it, looks, he looks great, though. Is he only 50? I thought he'd be older now. Nah, he's just, just 50 now. Mm. Looks great, though. Does he? Is he as big as he used to be? No. No. He's not as uh, he's not as juiced up. He's not taking those Mexican supplements, <laughs> and maybe he is. I don't know. Did you hear that perfect fade I just did on that? It's song? pretty. It's pretty good. Let me fade it back in real quick. Huh? Huh? It's pretty good. Kind of feathered. Yeah. Like feathered down. it in, and then I'm gonna feather it back out. <laughs> that's that is a that's goose downy. Yeah. That is that is good stuff. That's, that's pretty goose downy. That's a very comfortable fade I just <laughs> did. So we've been. Uh, we took a break from the fun appointment. Fun, yeah, I mean, sometimes you just can't do them. Yeah, you don't feel good. But I, th- I, I think we should try to do one a week just for the shits and giggles. I always enjoy it. It's a good fucking time. It is. I know our listener enjoys it. <laughs> my mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> no, my mom doesn't listen. Does <laughs> Mine mom, does. Does she? No. You'd <laughs> be disowned by now. She, she, <laughs> she doesn't even. She doesn't computer. She doesn't computer. She doesn't computer. No. Huh. Thank God. I, the the idea of my mother being on Facebook is fucking uh, terrifying. Because well, I see my mom. Some well, I used to see my mom sharing like fake news articles, and I would I'd be like, "Mom, 
that's not real. That didn't happen. <laughs> that's not a thing. That's, and she's like, she stopped. So is it now th- that aside, is it cunty to Snope Snopes people? No. Okay. Cause I do it all the time now. Yeah. This like, it's not a bad nope, thing. Snopes. Sorry. Uh, see, that's happen. what I used to do. I used to just post the Snopes article to the thing that was going around. I, I would say, what I always say is not real. Snopes. I put it right beside <laughs> it. Like you used to do, you know? Yeah. And then I did made clever rhymes. I, Mine, I would always post, like, Snopes is your friend, you waffle-stomping chicken fuckers. Because <laughs> yeah. I want people to feel welcome. I said, <laughs> what, I said, what is cool enough, it could be its own isotope? Snopes. <laughs> Got a good pop. Springfield isotopes. Remember Springfield? Yeah. Remember? Remember Springfield? <laughs> I remember. Oh, fuck. What do you want to talk about? Um, I, I just, today and over the past month... Have been getting back into things, creative, not things I create, but creative things I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started playing Bioshock again, uh, and had not noticed this. I guess I'd noticed it in the first game is like a they're both parables. Bioshock Two is a throwaway game; it doesn't really mean anything. It's just you get to play as a big daddy, it's which just, is fun. It's just hey, we put out another game, which is and it's a good game, but it doesn't do anything. Like it has, it's re- not canonical. It's canonical. But it is, but it's do without it's it. almost a side story. It's the Old Testament. It, it's uh no, it's more like the Book of Tobit, huh. which is just like ah, it's there. Book it was probably Tobit. in the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> it's like well, the Book of Tobit had a lot of angels, and there were angels that weren't so good, mm. which are like not demons, but That's, they were. It's strange. I don't know. It's I actually read about it. It's kind of neat. Yeah, Lynn Danzig was big into those, like the lost books of the Bible. Mother, God, he's a prick. Tell your children not to walk my way. That's a great song. Tell your children not to hear my words. <laughs> what they mean, what they say, mother. Where'd you get that mess shirt? <laughs> <laughs> it was quick. Yeah. Um. No, but uh, the first. No, but uh, God, I did one of those. I haven't done one of those in a long time. Uh, miss, miss the soundboard. <laughs> the first Bioshock is a cautionary tale about laissez-faire capitalism because it's an isolated city where wealth is king and whoever is more wealthy has more power. That's laissez-faire capitalism. You, know, you can do essentially what you want. The power and the money, the money and the power, minute after minute, hour after, after hour. hour. <laughs> Is that Coolio? I think, fuck, I don't know. I think it's Coolio. It might be Coolio. It's been the most I life living in a gangster's paradise. Big sweaty boy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's got the towel. Yeah. Show you right. Uh, <laughs> show you right. Um, but then the if second. I named episodes of the fuck one of the files, show you right. Show you right would be it. Um, but the, se- the Bioshock Infinite, which is. Technically, the you know the continuation of the first one is a is a cautionary tale, kind of about uh, nationalism, uh, uh, jingoism, you know, shit like that. Shit, what we're going through right now with people don't understand that being a patriot is fine and good and 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 well, but being jingoistic is fucking terrible because then you're just willing to override anybody to put your nation's interests first, you know. So that's what. In this tale, the uh, Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, and George Washington have become gods. Basically, they're like cool. Yeah, it's neat. Like, the, and the graphics are really neat. Like, and the the way they at first 
you step onto the city and it couldn't be more different from Bioshock. Bioshock is a is a real uh, dystopia. Like it's fucked up, you know. Like it at one time was great, but now it's crumbling and everybody's crazy and killing each other and willing to do what the fuck ever, you know. This is almost the opposite. It's one of those dystopian utopias where everything's beautiful. Everything's great. It's a city in the clouds. Couldn't be more beautiful. Like all the kids are running around like in in knickers. Huh. With, with, get with, with little caps, you know, having little, fun. Little, little 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 rascals caps. Yeah. Eating candy. How you doing, mister? <laughs> honest, that's not your dog. <laughs> <laughs> we was only fooling honest. Um but then like people are, you know, like strolling and they're having like a carnival and all kind of stuff, and you're like, Man, how could this be wrong? Well, then they throw it in you real hard because it's like <laughs> no lube. <laughs> no. There's uh, you go to the, the, the festival and they hand you a ball and you're supposed to throw it at a black person. Oh, Jesus. Yes. This is in the game? Yes. Oh, man. I, why haven't I been playing this well, game? And, and an Irish person. Like it's, <laughs> Oh, even better. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Actually, what, at one point it said there's these video things. You know, the ones you. What would Mick McMickelson think about that? <laughs> he would probably have be very calm and explain to him. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> we only did a one shot of that uh, We should do more <laughs> Yeah It's pretty great um, But they had the little video things You know You used to lean down into And put your quarter yeah, in yeah, to, yeah, Well yeah. they had one called Solving the Irish problem And it was like He said Look at the Irishman And he's drinking And he said And his broodmare And his wife Like scrubbing something On a fucking thing And then it said uh, We're gonna solve this problem Put him to work You know And that's what they do With the Irish And the black people In this game This is Really a very racist Nationalistic game Where It's beautiful on the surface But when the more you scratch The more it stinks So With that in mind You know It makes it almost sad That you see all those Beautiful things And then it's just Associated with all this the Terrible things Like the people There's literally a city below And they you know, work on furnaces and it's dark and you know what it see when I'm, you so know, they're the ones that keep everything running. Basically, yes. So and it sort of is sort of like a, yeah, it is world. now. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's our world, but in a more extreme and distilled form. And that's what's great about those games is that the people behind them are very conscious of these things, and they put these games out wrapped. In, the game is a is a morality tale wrapped in a game you can play. Yeah, and, make, and like lots of fun. Yeah, oh, it's tremendous fun. You get all kinds of cool weapons. Like in the first game, it was more, uh, I don't know, like it was 20 style. You got Tommy guns and all kinds of shit, which, which was neat. And this one, you get like carbines and uh, sniper rifles and shit like that. I love cool. a sniper rifle. I just sit back and pop them off fucking one after <laughs> another. That's the best part. Um, but uh, I got back in touch with that. Um, recently found out. The Henson Company, if you've ever been a fan, did you see The Dark Crystal? I'm sure I saw it when I was a kid. It's a great, it's a great story. Uh, just so original, you know, out there. You know, like, fuck, how did he think of this shit? Um, they actually commissioned an amateur writer to write a prequel to The Dark Crystal. And really? she wrote it. And I read some of it, and it's really fucking good. Cool. That's something I would like to do. You know, I've actually considered that before. Well, how did the Gelflings get that way? They were, because at one point in the story, there were a couple of thrones where Gelflings sat, and they were had their own kingdoms and stuff like that. The, the one kid, you know. So, I don't know, man. I'm, uh, I've am i tuned out of Facebook, largely, like, completely. Because you uh, started, did you delete your old yes. page and you mm-hmm. started a new one? Mm-hmm. That's neat. Well, because I was. I was like, I, I have 1,200 friends. I don't know you. I don't know half of you. And the half that I do know, I don't like. 
what did he say, what did he say on uh on Lord of the Rings? I don't I know less than half of you have half as well as I would like. I like less than half of you half as well as you deserve. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like, uh, did we just get insulted? I'm not sure how that what he meant by that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, fuck you or thank you in equal measure. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it was uh. You know, it was just time. I was just like, I, I, I can't have arguing. And I've tuned out the political process. I don't pay attention. I've heard some some stuff about the people he's appointing to his cabinet. I don't care. I don't fucking care. So They're, they're not great, but I don't care either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm i finally taking the road of... Because you guys, you guys were probably nervous like when <laughs> concerning me. He's going to flip the fuck out. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's going to be like Charlie. I was like, Charlie, on, come walking up with a bat wrapped in fucking... You know, man, uh, killed so many rats that their, their lives don't really matter. <laughs> Why do our lives matter more? <laughs> They're all like... Um, yeah, I... Just, I, I I don't care. Like, I mean, I care. I mean, it's great. Whatever. What? I, this is, Have you always not cared about the political process? Uh, not really. I mean, I I, I care, mm-hmm. and I have my opinions and all that stuff. But once it's done, it's done. And everybody's saying, "Well, I guess we have to give them a shot." Yeah, yeah. We we really, we, we really don't have another a choice. In yeah, this matter. that's that's so, democracy at work. And you're right. The people rioting and complaining and all that shit. I'm like, you know, that's your guy lost. And it's fine to do that. I don't care, but th- maybe don't maybe don't stop traffic. I no, I, I guess it's fine, but at the same time, it's like, well, you're doing what the right said they would do, and well, we can't have that. You're doing that, yeah. And only you're, you're just you're, not, do, you're doing what you made fun of them for doing. Yes, after uh, Obama got reelected. Yes, absolutely. And elected. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, and so I've, I've tuned out of it. Um, I am keeping track of things that pertain to me and people that I love. So. There will be no registration of people that I love. There will be no restriction. If there is, somebody's getting shot. So well, it's I mean, way, you know, like he talked about, somebody talked about the uh, registration of Muslims. You don't think there already is one? It's, they just didn't sign up for. Well, there's it. a well, yeah, there's an absolute <laughs> watch list. I mean, the watch list is a registration list. But that being said, that's not cool. Like the registration idea that they actually have to register with something is not cool. Yeah, we, none of it's we cool. don't we don't do that to our citizens. None of it's cool. I mean, it's. Uh, they, uh, as far as I'm concerned, politics right now extend no further than the DAPL. That's it. I mean, I, that is the the pivotal issue at the moment that's not being addressed by anyone. So we'll see how that goes. Trump is in bed with those people. Yeah. If all the reports are right. So we're going to have a, you know, and he is very, very unsympathetic towards Native Americans. He always has been. So yeah. um, we're going to see how that plays out because we're going to find it's going to be interesting because I know a lot of people who are Trump supporters who also are DAPL supporters, as in support the Native Americans. We're going to see where their loyalties lie, and it's going to be fun seeing that struggle. Uh, well, this fucking idiot president that I helped elected, I helped elect, and the people that I care to claim for, uh, I care to, I claim to care for, it's conflicting interest. Who, who do I go with? Like, well, yeah, we're, we're going to see. It's quite a conundrum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, they got themselves in a bucket of syrup this time. <laughs> <laughs> they, oh, boy. They get the <laughs> jump in the General Lee and jump the Bill of Rights. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Jamo stopped by last night. Oh, did he? Yeah, we talked for about an hour. He was like, we talked about the election and stuff, and like we were both like, yeah, I can't believe it either. It's fucking weird, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. And we were just laughing about it. Like, what are we? What are you supposed to do? There's nothing you can do. Well, I wouldn't say like okay, like I've been telling everybody, and I guess this will not affect the other show, but um, I've started to do things that are not doomsday prepping necessarily, but are just readiness, like. You basically got a hobby of doing things to make your own food and stuff. Yeah, which is fun. I mean, I've always wanted to do that. So I was like, well, now's the perfect time, I guess. I mean, because kind of, you know, might be pertinent, you know. <laughs> so um, I don't know anything about it. Going to go in, you know, novice. Dick first. Yeah, just try to figure it out, you know. Um, Going to ask one John Morgan, the, um, what did you call him? The, the Rob Schneider. The Rob Schneider. Of regenerative <laughs> Farming. <laughs> the Sid Caesar of sustainable farming. Yeah, he doesn't like sustainable. Uh, he doesn't like that. He said, "Well, what is like calling something sustainable is like how's your marriage sustainable?" He's got a really good point. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Oh, he's brilliant. Um, Changes the way you think about stuff. Yeah, like we were talking about the pipeline. He was saying, you know, that stuff that you know, and he made me think about it as in, okay, even if it is, they do have. Uh, the legality is in question. The fact that Native Americans can stand on this and be like, this is the last one. Okay. <laughs> this is the last fucking one. Yeah, it's always like, just because something's legal doesn't make it right. And just right. because something's illegal doesn't make it wrong. Right. I mean, and you know, with them saying finally standing up, cause you know, as, as a, as a whole, they have no identity. So there's actually guys riding horses and they've painted the horses and stuff like that. And they're like, like, yeah, and we know it's ancient symbols, but this is a part of who we are. And, you know, it's just like me, you know, in my, you know, we all want to belong to something. So I know it's kind of silly that I'm so into being Irish. I know that I get it, <laughs> but I don't care. That's a part of who I am. So I choose to embrace it, you know, so I'm not, I don't, for some reason, I'm just not like that. I've never even thought to look back where all you my definitely shit are. From. I mean, everybody in the state. If your name, if you're white and you got well, a name that's can be traced, Underwood's British, right? I, not that I know of. I, I probably it seems like it. I could look it up. Um, my grandma was McQuillan Van well, Meter. Definitely, those are Van Meter is actually a, that's a German, German name. Yeah. But and I don't know what goes back from there. But I've embraced it to of a course. Point. I'm one eighteenth Cherokee. <laughs> 163rd I'm 163rd mine <laughs> Oh Really <laughs> Did you not see me over here Doing my uh, Your, uh, Fucked up calendar My kipu My <laughs> um, The uh, No I embrace that To the point that I have Actually know where the Where my family comes from And Knowing your history Is satisfying Because then you know How to discuss things On an intelligent level You know As in Okay I have gotten into arguments. I got in an argument with a guy and he said, you know, he was a black guy and he was saying that all white people were this and this. I was like, you need to really check your history before you start spouting off about shit. I was like, I was like, you're in the hot. He's from Philadelphia and he's a friend of mine now, but we had to have this argument and try to just get it over because <laughs> he was really on my fucking nerves because he kept on saying it. And I finally wheeled around on him because I knew this shit. I was like, you don't have any fucking idea about what you're talking about right now. And he's like, boy, <laughs> Charles, <laughs> take this lantern and stand outside. <laughs> Uh, that was terrible. You know, I see those all the time. Lawn <laughs> They're jockey. awful, this dude. Crazy. I saw a horrible mammy cookie jar down at the antique store. I <laughs> bought gonna, it. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> no, um, 
I, but he's Ouch Olson. <laughs> that episode of fucking It's Always Sunny. <laughs> Look, that's offensive as shit. His eyes are bugged out. You, you got to do the lips funny, fucking <laughs> Davida. <laughs> you got to get. I think we're all agreed. You have to get the right colored shoe polish. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. No, but he was saying all this stuff about white people. I said, you're in a hotbed of a group of white people here in this state who never got shit from anybody who from day one have been as bad off as pretty much anybody. You know, shut your fucking mouth. You had to go to war. To, yes. To get- I was like, we rebelled against the United States government so we could get our fucking freedom from the fucking coal camps. I said, my grandmother didn't even spend American fucking money. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> and he was just like. Whoa, you know, we and then after we said that, I don't know that. I've, people, no, people have no clue, dude. In Ohio, I was telling people in Ohio they thought I was making it up. They got coal mines there, too. That's what I don't understand. They weren't run by the same system. No, no, no. The Appalachians have once you isolate a group of people and they're un- uneducated, you can do whatever the fuck you want to them. That's the Milgram test, fucking all over it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's you know, uh, you did. Do you ever see that movie? About Stanley Milgram? Yeah, the I have researchers. It's pretty good. It's got uh, uh Sarsgaard. Kieran Sarsgaard? No, Sarsgaard. Jason Sarsgaard. Okay. His name. He's a pretty good actor. He's, He's been. A, is he an American guy? Yeah. Okay. Because there's a British dude who's really good, too, is a Sarsgaard. Yeah, but it's a, strange. It, it's about the Milgram test, and Jim Gaffigan's in it. Oh, really? Yeah. He plays the guy that's getting shocked. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they actually have a tape of that on uh, The Smartest Guys in the Room. And yeah, I've, see, I've seen the actually. Uh, there was a 2020 back when I was a kid about mm-hmm. it. It kind of always stuck with me because it's, it's a sort of a fucked up test to do. Well, it is. But it, it also lets you know how most people are. I think it was 50% were willing to shock to the death. Yeah. It might even have been higher, you know. As long as somebody in a position of authority is telling them to do it. Well, it's like the, the guys, uh, you know, that you had the Mate One Massacre. And the only reason that happened is because the guy from Baldwin Phelps thought they were going to come down here and just run roughshod over people and they were beating people up they murdered a kid they did all kinds of shit so finally said hatfield just stood as you know and that's one thing okay i will say i've said bad things about our state and they were earned we are uneducated and we are poor and all those things not all our fault but when you embrace it and you think that's part of your identity to just go in a hole and dig something and not question it because they told you that, and then you're informed otherwise that that's the reason they have you do that. There's nothing wrong with coal mining. There's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. But accepting less pay than you're worth to do one of the most dangerous jobs, arguably the most dangerous job in the fucking world. It's one of them. And you're going to fucking you know, see what I'm saying. But anyway, the Baldwin Felts thought they could get away with it and do whatever they wanted. And Sid Hatfield, as a good West Virginian, said, well, tell you what, I don't give a fuck what happens. Here's what's happening right now. Took out his two guns and blew their fucking brains out right in the middle of the fucking street. <laughs> the two lead ball one felt Scott blew their fucking brains out. And shit, there was, uh, <clears throat> I don't know about, we didn't have like gun battles and shit in the 80s, but it was fucking rough here in the 80s whenever the mine, mine Oh, it was, yeah, they were like turning over cars and... Yeah, and the uh, federal, the Texas Marshals came, they called the Texas Marshals in and all kinds yeah. of shit. And, um, like, uh, the teachers went, went on strike in solidarity mm-hmm. with them and shit. Yeah. I remember that, being off school for a while and, and my dad was home, like, what the fuck is going on? This is weird. See, and that's, that, you know, oddly, that's when all that shit happened. That's when, uh, see, Reagan... Is the reason that the unions have no power now 
He's the biggest reason. reason for a lot of stuff. Well, he he actually uh, when they when they went when the air traffic controllers who were getting worked sixteen hours a day for weeks on end, <laughs> falling asleep at their jobs and shit because their conditions were so bad. Like That's labor law, viol- pretty important job too. Yeah, I know labor law violated routinely, and finally a bunch of them stood up and said, "You know what." We're going to fucking strike. We're, we're sick of this shit. We're going to unionize. And he basically forced them to go back to fucking work. Broke the unions right there. Because it was fucking with business. That's the thing. That's what you that's, do. That's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah. We can't have business stopped in this country. Why? Because they want fucking rights. You know, and that's the thing. We're going to have, they're going to roll back restrictions on jobs. They're going to do all that shit. I work making biscuits. Fuck it. Don't care. It puts food on my table. Clothes on my back and my daughter's back, and it makes us happy. I'll keep doing that. I don't give a fuck because your job and everybody's job now. Holy fuck! Some shit, some shenanigans are getting ready to go the fuck down. Yeah. You know, so That's what me and JMO were talking about last night. We were talking about how like working 50, 60 hours a week, and yeah, you make more money, you get overtime, a lot of stuff, but it's not really worth it when you don't get to do the things that you want to do. Oh, absolutely. It's like uh, living to work as opposed to working to live. Yeah, Bill Watterson had a, a long quote talking about um, how there's uh, there's nothing wrong with taking a less demanding job so you can do the things that you want. He's absolutely correct. He's uh, I, one of my biggest idols. There's one that Charles Charles Bukowski had too. Like who who could get to get up at seven in the morning, force feed themselves, shit and shave to go somewhere that you hate. <laughs> Spend, spend a quarter of your life somewhere that you hate yep. for money that you don't even want. Well, and see, that's the thing. I like my job. I know it doesn't pay a lot. I don't give a fuck. You know, there's nothing wrong with that's what it's kind of looked down upon to be like, I don't care about any of this. Like, what, and the looks you get, you know, even my friends, like old friends who see me, it's like they're seeing me like, um, how you doing? Like, well, I'll be doing are you, better. Are you if, okay? If I'd be better if you weren't giving me that look. <laughs> I'm great. I'm back there making biscuits. You're 50 pounds overweight with an ulcer because you're in a shit fucking job that you hate. I'm at a job where there's pressure and all that stuff, but we're so good at it. But if you fuck up a biscuit, you just fucked up a biscuit. Well, that's what I always tell people. Like, you know, especially people who come new to the business and they're freaking out. And, and, I, and, and people really do freak out because... When you expose people to a kitchen job for the first time and they have no idea what it's like, they lose their shit because it is so fucking crazy. Not necessarily there, but at other places. And when you're training somebody and someone, dude, what are we going to, I was like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do these one at a time and we're going to put them out. I said, it's food. This is not NASA. If we make a mistake, this restaurant doesn't go spinning into the They're sun. They're just biscuits, man. That's all you got. It's going to be fine. They're just biscuits, <laughs> yeah. bro. <laughs> just biscuits, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've thought about just letting everything go and taking a, a shitty job for eight bucks an hour or whatever, and mm-hmm. and just being to where just living mm-hmm. and not worrying about stuff because I was really stressed out. I never really felt exa- anxiety before. It sucks. Doesn't it? I was going fucking nuts at work. Like, and then yesterday, like toward the end of the day, I was just like, I, I don't care about this. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. This isn't who I am. Yeah, I have, I have to fucking. I have to. I have to do this for now. Maybe, hopefully, something will happen and I can find something better. I don't care if it pays a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't care about uh, just more time to do the things that I want. I want to do this. I want to play music. You know, sometimes I'd like to find a girl and maybe fuck her. 
That's great. <laughs> That's fun. There's not a whole lot of time Good to do stuff. that. I could be doing that, but I'd rather do this, honestly. <laughs> um, I say I could be fucking someone. I could be thinking about it. <laughs> he could be watching Dominican Poison videos. Yeah, I could be watching Dominican Poison videos. God, she's not gotten railed on camera yet. That's oh, really that's, that's really bumming me out. <laughs> you want to see her get railed, or do you want to see her like in a nice lesbian scene with somebody that looks exactly Both. like her? Both. <laughs> I mean, guys, seriously, look up Dominican Poison. What are you doing? <laughs> what is your life? I, you know what? You know, it's like this. Um, she's one of those women that if you took her to a pool. And she wore a bikini, and she walked around the pool. I could run a small generator on the hatred of the women that are fucking encircling that pool. And she's not skinny. No. She probably weighs about buck 80. I'd say she's, at, at times, she gets bigger and smaller and bigger. I'd say at times, she's pushing too. Yeah, gal likes to eat, but my God, is she It's sexy. just ass and titties. I mean, waist is this big around, you know? Fucking unreal. She's a real hoss, man. God. <laughs> Breeder. Fucking breeder. <laughs> she can pass quintuplets. I don't hear her talk. Hey, she's got that really quintessential Latin American women voice. It's really awesome. God, she's awesome. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? It's got real stiff in here. <laughs> Fucking, um, yeah, man. Uh, that's the first time I ever I've ever felt anxiety. I had like diarrhea and heartburn for yeah. two weeks. So I was afraid I was getting an ulcer, and then I was just driving home yesterday, and I just said, "I don't care about this. I'm going to fucking do it." And hopefully, I'll. I want to do more shows. I want to fucking write songs. I want to make an album. Yeah, of, of the music that I've I've written. Nobody, people can ignore it. I don't care. The stuff you, not I'm. A, I'm an incredible. You so. are a good, you are a good, you do have good stuff. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I know how we are with our stuff. You know, we, we're afraid to be genuine about anything, but the truth is you're really talented and you should do more of it. So, you know, I, I, I love this. This is one of my favorite things. Yeah. This is definitely the, the, one of the favorite things that, well, definitely the favorite thing I do. I've, I do this more than I've done anything. Yeah. There's more. We've had, we've been at this for over, well over a year now. Year and a half. Yeah, the fucking eighteen months of this, and you know what? Just gotten better. I mean, well, <laughs> since the soundboard got destroyed, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. It was a. It was sort of a crutch um, sometimes just to get a cheap laugh. But those laughs were great. Like we all yeah, laughed at it. Great. Yeah. I mean, I I just love the show. I I think it's you know I. I I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised, especially with the boost. I am going to do the boost thing. I just got to figure out, you know, I got to put some money on something, you know. Um, I'm going to do that tomorrow, actually. But with all the people it reaches, you said we get a thousand plays a day sometimes, don't we? We Sometimes we do. Sometimes we get 50. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't. But but I'm saying that's, that's. it's amazing to me that anything that I do gets heard by a thousand people. They like it enough that they actually sit down and listen to it, you know? So, yeah, and we had fans. Like we, we have fans. We have people who ask me when I'm out, when are you guys going to do another show? That's what JMO said. Uh, that's the reason why I stopped by. Cause he was listening to episode 80 and he wanted to stop by and talk for a while. Yeah. I'm, God, he's so good on the show. He's just <laughs> he's so quiet, but he's every joke is a, it's almost like a scalpel. He's just, in sizing, you know, he's like, he still should have killed Don Blankenship when he had the Oh, he should have. <laughs> Coward. 
Did you Yellow did you bellied. get that fucking? Did you get the mailer he sent out to everybody? Dom Langenship? Yes, probably. But I I just threw all those things away. It, it was a complete. That guy is completely fucking delusional. He thinks. He think he he's a coal baron who's painting himself as Wait a the fucking victim. The multimillionaire's delusional. Are you cereal? <laughs> super cereal. Oh my god, you guys! I'm super cereal. <laughs> Remember, man, bear, pig. <laughs> <laughs> they should break the fourth wall that way. They, that's one show that uh, South Park never really breaks the fourth wall mm-hmm. that much. No, they don't. They might have in the past. I don't know. The movie Deadpool does. Oh, oh yeah, and it's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, I watch that every night before I go to bed. It's funny. It's great. Like when he's <laughs> what's what's my favorite part? Uh, every part with uh, what's his name? TJ TJ Miller. TJ Miller is fucking hilarious. You are haunting. <laughs> you look like an avocado had sex with an older less attractive avocado <laughs> and it wasn't love it was like hate fucking <laughs> uh, that's a good one um no but the show and you know i finally i still get upset about things like that's just me you know i'm just like that's fucked up that's bullshit but i can't go on screaming rants anymore and get so upset about it i can't do anything about it i can protect the people that i love and you know you come for them you got to deal with me and that whatever that means i might not be able to do anything about it but i'm sure it's fucking gonna try you know so i I don't know i'm not worried about anybody coming for anybody i'm not worried about them coming for them as in physically i'm worried about them coming for their rights that's what i'm worried about i have i've thought about that i just don't think it'll fly anymore you think that we've gone too far yeah we're too far I don't good. Think, I don't think it can happen. You know, I, I but I mean, I don't know. It's, but, well, that's what they thought in Nazi Germany. You know, they yeah. It's amazing when you look back through history. They don't think of their period in time as quaint or anything like that. They think of their period in time the way we think of our period of time. Yeah, no. Just imagine though. Put it. Let's put it in these terms, like a World War One terms, when the world changed overnight, like. In major fucking ways. That had to fuck people up. Wait a second. Wait a second. We had horses 10 years ago. Now we've got something mechanized that can do. It's in the air. We can fly. What the fuck is going on around here? Steel birds. Wait a second. It's made of metal and it can float and fly. First of all, tell me about this metal. (laughs) (laughs) Steel? How does one make this? (laughs) Well, we've gone back a little farther. (laughs) This wheel that you keep talking about. No, but about. think about the no. Think of the original invent inventions, like the the simple, like the simple inventions, the 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 labor saving devices, all that stuff. Think of the leaps of reason that go, that are involved in those. You want to watch a caveman shit his pants? <laughs> Show him a sewing machine. Yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, to us that's nothing. I mean, that's old. That's passe. It's nothing. Show them. Um, Movable time. Fuck, you don't have to do that. Show that show a caveman separated from an Egyptian by say ten thousand years. Show them that where you have a man not wearing a skin. He's wearing a cloth with a gold crown on his fucking head, <laughs> pulled by something on things going like this, and I don't understand how it's doing that. And how the fuck did he get those fucking horses to do what he wanted them to do? Because they have no fucking <laughs> 
what am I saying? I don't have language yet. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. <laughs> and he just picks up a gun and blows his brains yeah. out. And then as, as it goes to his brains, like, what did I just do? <laughs> I, I love that the you know the fact that since man has come down out of the trees, it's been a parabolic curve. We've almost gone out a couple of times. Like they said that during the Black Death, that why God, why God be the Black Death though? The, the, because it was invasive and aggressive. the non racially identified death. You mean <laughs> <laughs> that's going to happen? <laughs> it's like black everything. Go fuck yourself. Um, why Trump got elected because yeah, all that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and because he's amazing. Oh, he's he's tremendous. <laughs> tremendous. The best guy. Terrific. <laughs> I love when he says terrific. It's, it's terrific. <laughs> it's that. Nobody says terrific yeah, except for fucking <laughs> the president elect. <laughs> terrific. I want him to bring back swell. <laughs> I want him to. I want him to throw the fifties and the sixties hard back at us. Like I told you, we were going to make America great again. From now on, um, the only show on TV will be <laughs> Howdy Doody, Howdy Doody, and it will be followed by Father Knows Best and Leave It to Beaver. That's all you need. That's all you need. Maybe the, the, the Holy Trinity. <laughs> Maybe the Donna Reed show every now and then. <laughs> Nah, I can't have a show. I used to love that I mean, show. After a Let's talk fifty sitcoms for a second. Uh, were they actually were they actually depicting any real American life? Do you think they were doing that? I really don't remember them because I was. Have you ever watched forty one? years before I was born? I know, but have you ever watched um, one reruns? Nick at Night used to play them all the fucking time. I didn't have Nick at Night, but I do. Rem- I did watch Leave It to Beaver. Okay, that was from the sixties, I believe. Late Andy 50s. Griffith. Andy Griffith. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe a little bit of Father's Note. I don't think I watched Father's Note. It Best. sucked. Um, it was terrible. I'm sure it was. Donna Reed show was great, actually. I do not remember Donna Reed. One of the first shows really to tackle like bigger issues. Like It wasn't just, oh, Tommy, you broke the fucking neighbor's window again. And then or, he lies to his dad, and his dad has a nice talk to him, and then they have dinner, and the whole thing goes off the air. Exactly. It was actually, there was one where the dad, it, they were the Stone family. And I'm he, not angry. I'm disappointed. He did a lot of that. <laughs> it's Hugh Beaumont. Oh, Hugh Beaumont. The, was, he was also the Beaver's Pomade, dad. buddy. He Wait, was the Beaver's no, dad. No, okay. Too. It was it was the Beaver's dad. It was Hugh Beaumont. The other guy, well, I can't remember who played him. Barbara Billingsley. <laughs> Barbara Billingsley was actually awesome because she <laughs> was on fucking airplanes yeah. speaking jive. Oh, I speak jive. <laughs> you just hang loose blood. She's going to catch you on rebound bedside. <laughs> See, that showed right there that Barbara Billingsley was cool. That's one of the reasons I give Lee, uh, the Donna Reed show, I mean, uh, Leave it to Beaver, some some shrift, because she was in it, and then she was on Roseanne, and they had like all the sitcom moms sitting around as one of those episodes where they, she was just like breaking the fourth wall, and um, and she's like, well, I, you know, I kissed a girl, and everybody made a big deal out of it, and everybody's like, oh, I don't know about that, and then she whispered in uh, Barbara Billingsley's ear. You didn't want to hear how much I made for that? She's like, I would have made out with a chick for that much money. <laughs> so, you know, I, she, it was Meryl Hemingway, wasn't it? Yes, it was Meryl Hemingway. Mm. Dude, you're not a fan of Meryl Hemingway? I like the other Hemingway girl. Uh, she's dead. She she passed away. The one in Star 80? Yes. Now, Meryl Hemingway was the one in Star 80, wasn't she? With Eric Roberts. God, Eric Roberts is amazing. <laughs> Watch Star 80 guys It used to fucking It used to play on a loop On TBS Like during the day When it shouldn't have been playing When I was a kid 
TBS used to loop things a lot. Oh, yeah. Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. Every fucking day. And uh, it was followed by an assortment of Chuck Norris movies. Yeah. Braddock. Octagon. Any of the mini- missing in action franchise. Invasion USA. Why does he keep going back to Vietnam? My personal favorite was always Invasion USA. Of course. <laughs> um, I, now, the 50s, I, I, always, I always wondered if the 50s and the 60s were depicting any real slice of American life or if it was. Probably a little bit. Like the same way King of Queens depicted the slice of late eight, 90s life, you know, and. Fair enough, or Seinfeld depicts, you know. But Seinfeld was a little bit. I actually sat down and watched an episode of it last night. It's a good show. Yeah, it's just a such show. a good show. I mean, it, it was the one where. Uh, there's no way a struggling. The Millennium comedian. Party where Kramer was trying to. There's <laughs> no way a struggling comedian can afford a. A, 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 a nice apartment. A nice apartment like, talk, if, yeah. that's, if that's what his character was, a struggling comedian. Actually, he wasn't. He, he was, was actually a celebrity in that. Okay. He wasn't a major celebrity or anything like that. He'd probably he'd been on the Tonight Show and things of that okay, nature. Okay, so he was doing all right. Um, <laughs> fucking, it was the one where uh, Kramer was going to have a Millennium Party, but Newman also has a Millennium yeah. Party. So it was the Cramarium versus the Newmanium, <laughs> and then they decided to combine forces. It was called the Cremanium. It's fucking weird. I mean, it's just he. <laughs> Fucking Kramer brought these chairs in Jerry's apartment. Can I keep these chair, chairs here to New Year's? You got to keep these chairs here for eight and a half months. It's like, <laughs> no, the Millennium New Year's. It's like 1994 or some shit. Six years. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to think, too, that the year 2000 has been 16 years ago. In the year 2000. I like that Conan kept doing it after, yeah. after 2000. In the year 2000. <laughs> I like that. That was fly the Concords too. The year two thousand. The humans are dead. Robo boogie, and also the robo boogie. We don't say affirmative. Yes, we say affirmative. I don't. I don't know if the fifty sitcoms actually depicted real. I don't know. Probably a little bit. I guess I don't know. An idealized version of what that was like. Yeah, sort of like how like Blackish or any of the other sitcoms from now do the same thing. Right. But uh, I understand why people want to go back to that. I understand it. It was safer. It was with advancements and progressive and things being progressive. There are many, many more variables thrown at you. And it makes you uncomfortable because there's no structure. I get it. But can't we have some kind of new structure built. We need, we can't, that's old, it's done. We're not, we can't go back to that. We need some kind of new, all inclusive structure where we're just like, you know what? We're America. We're all these people. And you know what? It's pretty fucking great. Why can't we do that? I don't know. I don't know. And that's why I don't know if uh, bringing back like manufacturing jobs to America is like a good idea. Cause it's, it's kind of going backwards, isn't it? That I and don't plus, know. And plus everything will be more expensive. Well, because we're going to have to pay motherfuckers. Yeah. They're not paying anybody in Mexico to do shit. No. Although the people in Mexico are making much more than what they would make at whatever job you yeah, get. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So they're doing well. So I don't I don't know. It's it's, well, it's I a think weird double edged. What, what's what's gonna have to happen is that those companies, their CEOs are gonna have to accept less profit. That's what's that's what's gonna have to happen. They don't need you don't need all that money. You just don't need it. I mean This was Wall Street. How many yachts can you jet ski behind or can you ski behind? Yeah, it's like it, it, 
that was one of the best things in uh, one of the only good things in uh, Wall Street. Money never sleeps is when he asks Josh Brolin, who's great in the movie. I've never seen as he's great in everything. Yeah. You know, he's he's this brilliant. They're on this motorcycle trip, and they're talking about this. Those guys take motorcycle trips. I guess the guys from Enron did that. It makes them feel more like men because they were usually nerds in fucking high school. Got the shit beat out of them. So, um, and that never goes away. Nope. So, a lot of lot of lot of uh, nerds in high school become cops too. Yeah, a lot. I, I, but in a sense, and we're not talking like regular like smart guy nerds, right? We're talking socially awkward. You know, but not yeah. all cop, not all the cops I know who were. No, I, not me neither. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, saying a lot of the time, not even a lot of the time, but some a, 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 a significant chunk, enough to where a motherfucking notices. Exactly. <laughs> That's actually measurable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna put that on the page. Enough to where a motherfucking notices. <laughs> we need to have JMO put that on a, a graph, like graph the different. Yeah, like a, a pie graph. Yeah, or a fucking awesome. Venn diagram. Yeah. Um, but something that's uh, uh, the manufacturing. I've heard both ways. Like it'll it'll make everything more expensive, and we're a service economy now, and blah blah blah. Which I don't understand. I'm just like I, I, don't, I, just, I don't get I just want to eat and yeah. jerk off. And why do you think I'm growing my own food? <laughs> I'm just. I'm learning to hunt and all those things too. I, I need, I want to learn these things because quite frankly, I think that with my income and doing that, that I can live a pretty good life. You're going to learn to hunt. Yeah. No problem. I don't have a problem killing something, but it's going to feed me, you know, you got to get good though. Yeah. You can't just go out there and wing and wing a deer and, and then it suffers and then dies. Yeah, I, know. I get it. I'm, I'm going to, I actually used to be a fairly decent fisherman. So I'm going to learn to fish again too. They say fishing's like riding a bike. What uncomfortable? I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it just like you can pick right up where you left off? You never—it's one of the things you never forget how to do. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I went fishing. Like Frampton had a pole in the water long, not long ago. He was up at Golly at the Falls, and I was real early, and I—I remember how you know. But fishing at the falls is—that's a rough one. You know, there's so much current. And it, you have to be a really good fisherman to know when you're actually getting a bite. Yeah. So it's it's better to do it in still water. Anyway. And where and where they don't clean off the fucking bank. Yeah. It's fucking overgrown. Yeah. What the fuck happened, man? You used to be able to go down there and Pap, chill. Papaw died. He used to hire people from the town. Go over there and do it. When my grandfather died, and that's no bullshit, the town died with him. I mean, he 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 lived for that town. He he made sure. For one thing, he kept the fucking riffraff out. He came to his town and fucked up. The blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Mexicans. He built a wall around Gully Bridge. <laughs> he made it great. It was a great town. Um, he he loved he loved Gully Bridge and he fought for it. And he he was a a football coach. He was arguably the best football coach I ever had up there. And Gully Bridge in the sixties had some fucking teams. Yeah, I know. I heard about them. They would beat the fucking shit out of people. And um, even into the seventies, sometimes they had, they had a they had a seventy six team that went to the state championship. Um, but you know all these things to learn, and our th- I think just the world is changing. Like we've reached a point where we're you don't know, as Dan Carlin said, when you're in that estuary, you don't know we're in one of those one of those historical estuaries. Like where globalization is getting ready to just go crazy. It's happening. You know, it's happening before our eyes. And we're still trying to hang on to nationhood and all that stuff. That's going away. 
all these people holding on to it so hard. Have you noticed? Yeah, bor- borders have all but been erased. Yes, because you can send a dick, imagine- dick pic to anybody. <laughs> yeah, <You're- laughs> I mean, your dick. I could send my dick to China, right now. <laughs> and I might. Oh, China. <laughs> um, I, you know, I heard that argument though about the China thing with them being so much big polluters from a friend of mine, and I respect his opinion. He is a smart guy, and he said, "Well, we do need to limit the EPA because if we don't pollute, they're going to be doing it anyway. So why don't we pollute and make some money and all that stuff?" I was like, "Well, that seems fine." That's just like saying I'm not going to murder. If I, but if I don't, that's murder. what basically what I said. I was just like, how is that? I was like, how do you line that up? And he said, I vote with my pocket. So that's what I care about money. It's like, well, you're honest. And he's a good dude. I, I like him. You know, so I does, does, do not agree with his politics. That would just, does he buy American? Yes. Only. It, how, you do you do, how do you do that? <laughs> you absolutely can't. You can't do that. <laughs> I want my PlayStation built in America. No, you fucking don't. Seven thousand dollars. Yeah, that's what the like a an iPhone would be like twenty five hundred dollars if it was if built it was in built America. Here. Yeah, instead of whatever you because they it. won't accept less profit at the top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. See, <laughs> see, I think I think there needs to be something. But how do you do that? How do you corral that? Without- fucking dude, I don't know. I have no idea. That's rhetorical. I know you don't know. I don't know. And all the, all the, I mean, what we and what's weird is like most of the, the younger people now who are, all, who are all for Bernie. Yeah. In 15 years, they'll laugh at the thought that they ever supported Bernie Sanders. Well, that's what it does. A lot of them, not all. Adulthood of them. kills your soul. Yeah. Well, I've, I've heard there's a quote and I forget who said it, but a, um, a young man who's a lip, who's a conservative has no heart. Uh, an older man yeah, who's, liberal, who's liberal has no, no brain. brain. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I think there's, there's there can be a balance. Yeah. There there has to be a balance. We have to balance it somehow. I don't believe in safe spaces and all that horse shit. I don't believe, uh, you know, like we were talking about the other night, twenty seven thousand gender pronouns. Yeah. No shit. Fuck that. Fuck that. I, I've even talked to gay people. They're like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> what the? Why? How confusing would that fucking be? Yeah. And it's so annoying to them. You know, social justice warriors. My daughter can't stand that shit. And she's as liberal as her generation is. Well, it's you true know? liberal. I mean, true yes. liberalism isn't fucking hiding from words. Right. It's using the words. She she calls them those SJWs. She just makes fun of them all the time. Um, brilliant kid. Brilliant. But um, I'm not for that. I'm not for, you know, we were talking about this the other day, you know, talking about Game of Thrones. Well, why can't Cersei be black? Because she fucking can't. That's why. <laughs> I mean, because that wouldn't make any fucking sense. I mean, that's just if now if you flipped the, the whole thing around and you made where you based it like in a more Africa type place. Yes, that works. Otherwise, it doesn't. I mean, I, that kind of shit, you know, yeah. we're just trying to fucking put things across the spectrum just to do it to make sure everybody's represented. No, that's fucking stupid. That takes away any story to, storytelling ability you're going to have, you know, and it also takes away from society in general. Where where's that thing when and, we were and if you don't like something if you don't if you don't think your group or whatever and first why well, separate everybody into groups but if if you're going to do that if you don't think your group's represented make your own absolutely do your thing everybody can make a show now I'm doing it right now <laughs> we're Every, doing it all the time everybody now. can do everybody can do a thing now. it's group, not expensive our group of people there's four of us well no let's see 
do we count Frampton? Yeah, we count Frampton. He, yeah, he does his thing. Um, I, I'm talking about in our group, you know, where we're where we're liberal, but we're also like, ah, fuck, you know, come on, <laughs> oh, shut up. That's you mean fucking, I can't say faggot when somebody's being a that's faggot? Fucking dumb, you know. <laughs> come on, fuck that. Um, I would call us common sense liberal people. Yeah, that's know, what I pretty much am. Where it's just like. <laughs> What, you want a safe space? You mean segregation, right? <laughs> no, that's terrible. Well, that's what you're asking. I just for. think I just think that uh, people of color should have their own place and separate them by their specific <laughs> color. They should have their own place to go and think about things. No, but <laughs> see, here's the thing, it's how you describe it. I guarantee that if you go to a person on the right and describe it in a racist way, they're gonna love it. I guarantee if you describe the exact same fucking thing to somebody on the left, but use more flowery terms, we're gonna have we're going to have concentration spaces. No, not concentration spaces. <laughs> Can't do that. That's too much. Like, even the even the really far right dumb people, far left dumb people, like, it's like concentration camps. Uh, we'll, ca- we'll call them diversity spaces <laughs> where everybody's going to have their own space where they're free to be and, who they are. And they'll are. be separated by uh, gender. And, 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 and there'll be 97 and, different genders for everyone to choose from. <laughs> Everybody will queef rainbows and <laughs> fart sprinkles. <laughs> Fuck your mother. Fucking stupid! It is stupid. The whole thing's dumb. I just want to slap people. That's why I've tuned out. Like I, I, I it's fun. You know, it's, it's it's awesome to make fun of though. It is. Like, there was a guy. Um, I forget which university it was, but they uh they passed around a thing for for everybody to write their preferred gender pronoun on. And this guy, he's probably a lot like me or you. His preferred gender pronoun was your highness. <laughs> and there was a pre agreement that the um. That the professors would call you by your preferred gender pronoun. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah. We're going to have that guy on this show. He's live trolling. <laughs> He's trolling in person. <laughs> and people get, would, I'm sure people got mad and decided to cry. And he probably laughed. <laughs> probably jerked off. Got drunk. Probably fucked, hope, probably fucked a white bitch that night. I hope he did. Good, f- good for him. It's hilarious. Like the whole thing's hilarious. Like the, uh, I'm not against like being nice, but Jesus Christ, if I don't think that Caitlyn Jenner is a hero, do I have to get on a cross and be burned at the stake? Well, th- that's the thing. I mean, in a sense, they're both right. I mean, yeah, it's just it's just swung so far. That exactly. I mean, <laughs> and the overcorrection that we get, Donald Trump. <laughs> yes, and you're right about you know, and I, that didn't. When we discussed that on the show the other day, it didn't necessarily make me mad that you were talking about John Stewart and Samantha being all those people. I was just like, fuck, he's right. God damn it, he's right. <laughs> well, I'm not, you know, because you're right. Now, however, I refuse to not think they're funny anymore. Oh, I, I still think they're funny. I know funny, you think they're funny. But it's yeah, just, yeah. I want them, because whenever you, whenever you don't attack both sides, you're just being propaganda. Absolutely. And that's what they've now, been doing. Yeah, on the left, they're a little bit more clever about their poverty. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, their jokes are great. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Well, they have a bunch of Jews writing them. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard that. <laughs> Bernie. <laughs> we are a very funny people. <laughs> <laughs> Remember uh, Hanukkah Harry? <laughs> Fucking yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> trousers. Two pairs. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> and you got a dreidel. <laughs> What the gold coin chocolate gold coins? What the fuck? What do Lewis Black say? You got a pencil set, you got an eraser, 
You get a notebook. It's a back to school holiday. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think at uh, some point, like the whole the the uh, uh, Rogan said it on his show. Uh, what did he think about Trump being elected? Uh, I was sort of like, holy Jesus, fuck! Whoa, whoa, this is insane. He said that um, political correctness just took a missile to the dick. <laughs> That's basically what he said, and it's true. But it's not. It's not like. Political correctness, it's like a weird thing. Like, I want to be nice to people, and I'm going to be nice to people. And if somebody tells me to call them a wolf, buddy, I'll call you a wolf. I don't care. Yeah. I feel the same. But if I don't just assume, like, if I walk up to you and say, hey, man, what's going on? Like, did you just assume my gender? I'm a wolf. (laughs) I'm a wolf. I held the moon. That's, yeah. Then then I'm I'm like, okay, I guess. But, like, am I supposed to know that you're a wolf? You're not dressed like a wolf. You look like a a dude. I'm a, I'm a female wolf. But you're walking on all on upright. On, you're bipedal. You're, not, you're a bipedal you're hominid. You're a quadruped here. <laughs> like, what are we doing? If you're going to be a wolf, motherfucker, be a wolf. <laughs> Don't just tell me that you're a wolf and walk around like a human just, eating cupcakes, faggot. I, <laughs> I want you to be a wolf. I think you just wrote your self-help book. <laughs> be a wolf. Be a wolf. <laughs> you're, on the, you're on the cover with a wolf hat on. Yeah, like a fucking wolf's carcass <laughs> draped over me. Big club. <laughs> it's just the the whole thing, like, where you're supposed to ask people what their pronouns are. Like, yeah, that's it, fucking stupid. Just fucking get a spoon and eat my ass. <laughs> Here's the thing too, um, the ba- the gender bathroom thing. I'm on board for. I think that it's a good thing. It's- we should uh, make or like people should be allowed to go whatever bathroom. Yes, who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But one thing, I- like, the, what's that dude that comes on the the red? He's a redneck guy. But he's he's fucking funny as shit. He's uh, like, I don't give a good golden goddamn who's pissing next to me next to the bathroom. Until two weeks ago, neither do you. (laughs) I think it's Trey Crowder. He's fucking awesome. The liberal redneck. Yes. No, it's a guy from around here. He's like a... Oh, oh, that's a West Virginia man. Yes. That's Kyle. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I like ramps. It just kind of went off. (laughs) Okay. I like wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) And he does. Yeah. I like the wrestling. Yeah, it's great. It's fun. Squash matches. We got to get back to the squash match Saturday. That's that's squash match Saturday. Yeah, it was awesome. Should we live like uh, do a fun employment files while we watch squash matches? <laughs> we should. We do. could do the uh, commentary. Yeah. Oh, we, ha- we have experience. <laughs> oh, <Ooh>, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I miss the uh, the big Jim McGillicuddy and uh, <laughs> Charles Vanderhoff, the aristocrat. <laughs> that was funny. What? Um. What were we talking about? Political correctness? Yeah, Yeah, I want to be nice and stuff, and I'm going, but I'm not going to like, I'm not going to like kowtow to people or like agree just because it's the right thing to do. Right. Like, I'm not, and I'm I'm not going to apologize for being white. Yeah, that's the thing I was going to bring up. That is absolutely fucking. How can I apologize for something that I can't help? Did you see the thing I put on Facebook about it? Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. That's what, uh, yeah. A lot of people have been apologizing or, uh, Denouncing and renouncing their whiteness since the election, which is the whitest thing you can absolutely. Which it's the only way it could be whiter is if it manifested itself as a um, albino with vitiligo wearing a fedora, (laughs) white fedora. (laughs) That's the only way. While vaping, yeah, while vaping, vaping, that's the only way it could be any whiter. Well, there was a friend of mine, and there was a picture of of a big game hunter. 
guy, and he was he was one of the cunty ones, you know. He wasn't one of the people who gave the meat to, like the guy from Jimmy, jo- Jimmy John's cunt. He's fucking going out and killing, you know, endangered animals. He's he's, he's leaving them there. He's a piece of shit. Um, but this guy was somebody who had killed something and the fed the, you know, and, and it might even have killed a rogue lion. Well, you have to kill them when they get old. They're dangerous. Yeah, and they're still they they can still kick the ass. And they're not endangered. Yeah, there's lions plenty. are fucking everywhere. They're plentiful. Yeah, there's a bounty of lions. <laughs> there is a plethora, <laughs> plethora, a litany. <laughs> I'm not even sure if that works there. Well, I, I, yeah, I guess. Many, I mean, I always say the I have a litany of reasons. a cornucopia of yeah. lions, a virtual cornucopia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. <laughs> this girl, a bunch. <laughs> this girl got on there and said, uh, I, "I'm just, I, I can't claim my whiteness with this one." And I got on there and said, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, like black people don't do terrible things to each other. Are you fucking crazy? This is in Africa where they do bad things to each other. Where he paid a bunch of money to do it. Yes, where to black people where there where there are still tribal and racial fucking exterminations of each other. There's still slavery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean." Africa is like the last frontier, but it's also got a lot of, but due to that fact, it's got a lot of terrible shit in it, mm-hmm. you know, and like lions. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I can't stand that when, I, okay, it's like on Geraldo in the 80s. Great they, show. <laughs> Let's throw a chair. <laughs> Dude, I, that's the episode <laughs> I'm talking about. Actually, the white, the white supremacists in that had good points. Like one of the the one I knew it would come sooner or later. Wait a second. Wait a second. No, you're you're completely. You know that Hitler? He didn't. He wasn't all bad. <laughs> no, com- <laughs> the good points are, are as follows. Um, I shouldn't have to be ashamed of being white. And these are the people, by the way, who put Donald Trump in the White House. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not saying, and all of them aren't terrible people. They just got sick of hearing shit. You got sick of being told yes because you're a white man you don't get to exactly you don't get to express an opinion I'll go fuck shut you. up white male yeah it's just too bad my opinion you means like more than in- everybody else you like that internet that you have that infrastructure white guys the in- internet that you have that you're telling me to shut up on <laughs> who do you th- who do you think uh, laid that who do you think laid the cable <laughs> white <guy>. sweetheart <laughs> um. It was just a woman who said uh, she had on a, an armband, and it wasn't a swastika; it was a it was a pentagram. And they harassed all the white people so bad, even when they were being respectful. You know, I'm not even talking about the Nazis. I'm just talking about people that were in the audience that were actually had stood up and said things. You know, I'm proud to be white. What is wrong with that? I'm not allowed to do that. So it did get shifted into okay. You can't be proud to be white. You can't be. I don't. I mean, you you can. I just think it's weird to be proud to be white, black, Mexican. Like, I don't necessarily think it's weird. It's just I, I don't think. It, but that you're not bent that way. You don't. No, you, no, you, like, you have. You don't I'm not even any, proud of the things that I do. <laughs> the things that I did do and earn. I'm like, uh, yeah, I did this thing. It's great. What it uh, was fuck fine. You. <laughs> My mom liked it. That's all I really care about. Whatever. <laughs> no, but so that got shifted, and I'm a I'm somewhat a purveyor of this. Like I said, you know, uh, okay, it's proud. It's all, all right to be proud to be Irish. Let's say you know, or Italian. Or one of those things, but just to say, proud to be white. Oh, you Whoa, what are you doing you, there? Yeah. Well, 
Those... There's, a, there's a fighter in the UFC, uh, Cain Velasquez, has brown pride tattooed on yeah. him. He's a Mexican. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. But yeah. if, White pride? If Whitey, Willoughby, if Whitey Willoughby walked Whitey in, into the Willoughby. octagon. That's after Chris Cracker. What a <laughs> white baseball. <laughs> Speaking of, Connor, huh? Dude. The man. <laughs> Are the Irish the greatest fighters in the world? There's he's, an argument. There's an argument um, for it. I'm not going to say he's the greatest fighter in the world I'm right kidding. now, but he's he's uh he's real close. Yeah. Honestly, he hit you with that fucking left dude. I didn't even see the fight. Did he beat the shit out of him? It was it was not close. <laughs> Isn't that the one? The one guy you said, man, I think Kane might have something. It was Kane Velasquez. Kane Velasquez is a heavyweight. Uh, who who the guy he fought? Um, he he didn't fight in this last one. Connor didn't fight in this last Connor one? Did, Connor did fight in this last one. Who did he fight? Eddie Alvarez. Isn't that the one that you said that, and you guys said that he should be careful, he's dangerous? Yeah, he should, uh, he should, and he should, and he was. He was careful. But he, he just came out. He just knows what he's doing. Yeah. <sighs> Boy, howdy. See, I, but there, you do, like I said, I do get a stirring of pride, even though, as I've discovered and- and researched that's not even my group of irish people like we're we're the same racially in large part but my people are from northern ireland we're we're a different group so we're actually scots who came over to ireland the ira it is um dude that the the troubles has so many layers to it that it's unreal it's political it's religious it's ethnic in some ways isn't northern ireland the protestant northern ireland is protestant and they're still part of the crown. That's why I've got, I, you know, have you seen the, sh- I put it on Facebook. It's the, I said, it said to Annie, good luck to the Northern Irish girl in the pool today, you know, because she's aware of it. I make her aware of it and she likes it. She likes all the Irish stuff I get her and all that stuff. But, um, you know, but because it's, it's home team. Hey, we're similar. You know, I'm proud of to be from the same group of people that guy's from. You know what I mean? And we thing, share some kind of backup. One you thing know? he's doing, Connor. He's uh, and I never noticed it before, but he does the Vince McMahon strut. He does the thing. He's and and I just noticed oh, that's the, that's how Vince McMahon walks, and he's been doing it ever since he he got there. Vince McMahon. <laughs> God, he's so fucking. Uh. Which makes it even funnier whenever he called all the wrestlers pussies because he was just setting up an angle. Yeah, he was absolutely. <laughs> he was just selling a fight. Yeah. But uh, Floyd Mayweather talked shit about him though. He said, uh, "He said, uh, has he gone on a ten-year winning streak? Has he made two hundred million dollars in one night? All good points." Well, then uh, Connor responded, uh, "Yeah, boxing's fine and all, but if he wants to get in a real fight, he he better be careful." <laughs> he so he basically, with something he basically like threatened him. Yeah, it's a it's a different world. What I do and what you do, yeah. sweetie. <laughs> Connor, I'd, Connor, I'd love to see Connor rip his fucking head off. That he would, would be beat awesome. the fuck out of him. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Now in a boxing match, Floyd Man yeah. would, would destroy but him. Connor would put him up against the cage and then eventually take him down. Yeah, and beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, any MMA fighter would do that to him, right? Because it's a different world. The girls would do that to him. Yeah, Ronda Rousey would rip his fucking arm off as long as she doesn't get hit. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she coming back. Yeah, she's coming back next month. Ronda. Yeah. <laughs> what did you got all bulked up? She's looking pretty, pretty fucking. Yoked. Diesel. Yeah. Looking pretty fucking yoked. I just hope she doesn't get hit. Because apparently her chin is suspect. <laughs> She's got the old glass Joe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Connor, it was, uh, Eddie would try to take him down and Connor, uh, was able to, and Eddie Alvarez is a great wrestler. Yeah. 
he's taken almost everybody down. He wasn't getting Connor down. Mm-hmm. Connor just pounded him. He hit him that fucking left hand, dude. I don't know where it comes from or how he was. He's able to generate so he much just power with it. Catches him. I mean, I, I've noticed that. Like he'll catch somebody with it. And it's fucking. It's like not, it's like the, Mike Tyson's uppercut. The combo that he hit him with while he was moving, while Eddie was moving, was one of the better combos I've ever seen. And I've watched every fight for the last seven years, almost eight years in MMA. Almost yeah. every fight in MMA, not just UFC. Yeah. And that combo was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Somebody made a super cyan of it. Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah. Let's see if I could find a gift for you later. But yeah, I, dude, I like was, him. I know he's a. I know he's a shit talker and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, he got, he started uh, after after they announced or after he knocked him out. Where's my fucking belt? Where's my fucking belt? They brought him a belt and he was getting interviewed. Where's my second belt? Because he's the, he's the one fifty five and yeah. one forty five pound champion. So they went backstage, got the belt from the guy that just uh, defended his one hundred and seventy pound championship, and brought him out his second fucking belt so he Jesus. could Ric Flair around with it. <laughs> Ric Flair. Ric Flair should be his his manager, his ring man. <laughs> Rick Flair doesn't like him because he talks shit. Rick Flair got worked. <laughs> Rick Flair doesn't like him. He doesn't like the the shit that he said, and he said he'd like some of the, some of the wrestlers to get a hold of him and tie him into a pretzel. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't happen. Some of them would, like they're giants, but like the guys that know how, like Kurt Angle. But yeah, if, okay, but if he if, as he's coming in, if he t- gets hit with that left hand, he's going to get hurt. Yeah, Kurt Angle outweighs him by a hundred pounds, and he's a really good wrestler, right? <laughs> but like the other ones he's talking about, no, I don't think so. He's just, I don't know. Yeah, he hits, he hits fucking hard, dude. It's, it's, it's uncomfortable. He, you, know who, you know who reminds me? He's like a real-world version of uh, Brad Pitt's character from Snatch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mickey! Yeah. He's not a traveler or anything. But, no, uh, he's, he's not. There a, was, there he's, was he's, a not a, he's not a pikey. I mean, there was a pikey in the UFC. Oh, was there? Yeah. They're different. <laughs> yeah, They're, whenever he was getting interviewed after the fight, you could just see Rogan like, what the fuck is he saying? Yeah. He's just holding the mic. Oh, I don't <laughs> I have no idea what this guy's talking what about. What did Statham say? And he's like, he's he's hot as a coffin nail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love British descriptions of shit. Like, they're so much better at language. Like, they just, What's know, their language? Well, I know, but they're, I mean, we, at one point, Americans' vocabularies weren't so dim. We actually had a pretty good vocabulary. Yeah. And it's slipped till terrific, <laughs> tremendous. Terrific. Sad. Sad. <laughs> It's tremendous. <laughs> Tremendously sad. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, you want to call it an episode? Have we done enough time? Do you I think, think the people have. will be satisfied? It's, it's been a good one. It's been a, been a hot a one. Supersized uh, fun employment files. Well, what do you want to go out on? What song should we you play pick, for the you people? Pick the one. What should I play? Are you going to play some more Dire Straits? I don't really have any Dire Straits. You got the old YouTube over there. I'm going to go for my, um, my collection. Okay. Let's see here. Let's do some Sturgill. Yeah. Love that Sturgill. Let me see here. Yeah, I got it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back uh, later this week with a new episode, episode 81 of the Pillow Fort Radio, blah, blah, blah. Um, tell your friends to listen to us because we're this is the greatest thing in the world. And tell your moms to get ready for a dick. I'll be right back.
It's a means to an end Ends don't seem to me Walking around Living the dream Anytime I take a notion Till the truth comes Bubbling up song Bittersweet Ain't no point getting out of bed When you ain't living the dream Like a maker of the old pot of coffee When you ain't got no dream I don't mean to change my strings Cause the dirt don't hurt Sit around and wait to die 